0: thanks for listening to this podcast of bet MGM tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app
1: right now we're going to talk some college football teams most likely to reach the playoff and bet MGM you can find them on social media. they got a great website. you can find them on Twitter of course at betmGM. And uh, they put out a piece Cincinnati number eight in the final college football playoff rankings in 2020. Not bad for a group of five program, but still a ways away for a nine and O team to make the four team bracket. So they're looking at strength of schedule here in teams with the best odds to make the college football playoff. Now Clemson minus 1000. No, thank you. I don't see uh, university of Maryland on this list. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Alabama minus three fifty. What's going on here? Not going to lay that number. Ohio State minus 275. Like, I legitimately can't make the case, and I'm high on Wisconsin this year for anybody that's going to be able to beat Ryan Day and Ohio State in a Big Ten title game, but I'm still not going to lay minus 275. I'm high on Oklahoma this year, as I am every year with Lincoln Riley to win double digit games, but what makes them a little bit different this year and last year is they are much better defensively. Still minus 225. So I'm looking at those teams right there Oklahoma, Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson for me not laying that chalk for them to make the college football playoff, even though none of those teams making it will shock me. In fact, if any of them don't make it, I I, I will be shocked. My value pick is Georgia plus 160. Is so, that a value pick? Not really, but I mean... That's your pick. I, I, well, I'm not going to take... Like Who Who do you see value with? I mean, Texas maybe, A&M. No, I, I can't do Texas it. Texas A&M Not plus in the SEC, 500, though. and here's
0: why, Ryan Horvath. Number one, they have momentum carrying over from 2020. Okay, they had a 1-1 start after the blowout loss to Alabama. But since they won eight straight, they nearly made the playoff, but settled for a two-touchdown Orange Bowl victory over the over North Carolina. Uh, you love the Tar Heels. We all love the Tar Heels. Also, look at their schedule. It's relatively easy, man. Look at their schedule. Only a couple things stick out. They only have, what, there's not really a tough game until maybe mid-October for them. Um, all the difficult matches that they do have are spread out. Um, no Georgia, no Florida on the schedule. That means they don't have to face two of the top teams in the SEC East. Uh, they open the year against Kent State, Colorado, all. Oh, a neutral field in Denver, New Mexico, Arkansas, in Arlington. Yeah. Mississippi State, before seeing their first elite opponent. Alabama comes down October 9th. And if the Aggies are, what, 5-0, which they probably should be, atmosphere, cow Field, it's going to be electric. Hosting Alabama, is, of course, is a different beast. But, right. you, you know, that, that's not terrible. Like they have The schedule's easy. Also, they have one of the nation's top defenses. Yeah, they, they defend. And I know defense is so weird in college football. Because on one hand, you're like, man, defense doesn't really matter in college football because points are going to be scored at an astronomical rate. But also... If you can
1: But then be, you look at like what Notre Dame did, like if they don't have a top exactly, defense, you know what I mean? Like exactly. any year that they're actually relevant, it's because of defense. It's that's, not because of Ian Book in the running game. Hey, can we
0: give this guy a raise? <laughs> this this is why this is my co-host. Because he just Thank we you. are so in tune. No. Defense wins championships sometimes. Okay, that's cliche, but you got a new quarterback in place in AM. Just needs the defense to step up, be as elite as they were in 2020. They have nine starters returning. It looks likely that they can be just as good, if not better. Uh they also have uh what DeMarvin Leal is back, one of the top defensive linemen in the SEC. Leon O'Neal Jr. returns. He led the league, led the team in interceptions. Um the entire defensive backfield is back. They only need they only really need to improve against the pass. The DBs have to be better, um, but they should be able to do that under Mike Elko. Uh I I just would say don't be shocked if the Aggies have the best one of the best defenses in the SEC um this season i think they have some momentum they have some expectations and, and they their are schedule a popular pick, their man. schedule was pretty pretty easy so plus 500
1: texas a&m that might be my value pick or team to make the playoffs. It's just like these week one matchups are so tough, and I'm that's why I'm so excited. Like we're 17 days away from college football. A lot of these week one matchups are really like I, I, I'm not going to really find any value or want to jump on anything until like week two or three because I keep talking about how high I am on Georgia, dude. September 4th, Georgia has to go on the road and play Clemson, and yeah, Clemson loses Trevor Lawrence, they lose Travis Etienne, but look at the dudes they're bringing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, DJ almost beat Notre Dame and he should have beaten Notre Dame. They lost in overtime. And then Georgia also has to take on Auburn. They have to go on the road and take on Florida the day before Halloween. Um, They go on the road. Now, other than that, you know, a pretty easy schedule. Like they're going to go to Georgia Tech on November 27th and win that game by about 50. They get Arkansas at home. Um, They get Clemson September 4th, 12 days away from college football. Yeah. From the ones that I, uh, yeah, yeah. Good call. Uh, UA, UNA, UAB on the road taking on Georgia. Uh, so again, I'll learn more week one uh, after that matchup against Clemson. Another team that I was looking at that I would love to fire away on right now, if I want to get a good price, would be Iowa State. But I just wish I was getting a better number than plus four fifty, just because love Matt Campbell. I thought love you hated Brock Iowa. Uh, no, Iowa State. I love. I talk about them literally every show about how much I love Matt Campbell and and uh, Brock Purdy. I was taking a look now. Iowa. You're right. Not high on Iowa this year. But I also am not going to go under on Iowa's uh, win total like I thought I would previously do. They're plus 1,500 to reach the college football playoff. Uh, I was looking at Iowa State, though, plus 450. But looking at that schedule, a couple tough games that scare me. Iowa always plays them tough in the rivalry game. That's September 11th this year, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. Then they have to, I mean, obviously, uh, the one that scares me the most. Now, I don't know what Texas is going to look like this year, but they do get Texas at home on November 6th. But then November 20th, they get Oklahoma. And I'm just really high on Oklahoma this year. Not high enough to lay minus 220 with them to reach the college football playoff. But they got to go on the road, and they could have two losses there. You know, they got a couple sneaky games, even like on the road against West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma State goes to Iowa State on October 23rd. And I played Kansas State. Now, I don't think Kansas State has a shot to beat Iowa State. But again, like Kansas State is always due for two or three up upsets every year. One of my favorite win totals that I played already is Kansas state over five and a half wins paid the juice on it. Iowa state has to travel there uh, October 16th. So I don't really see any value there again, Notre Dame seven to one odds. Love what they bring back defensively, hate everything about them offensively this year, Wisconsin. I could say that there's some value there, but again, eight to one odds is all I'm getting. And they have to most likely beat Ohio state in the big 10 title game. Love Graham Mertz, but I just wish I was getting a better number. If I was getting eleven to one, maybe I play that. So really, like as far as value to make the college football playoff, maybe you take a shot with somebody from the Pac-12, USC or Oregon. I played Oregon over nine wins, and I also played USC to win the Pac-12, which I know sounds kind of crazy, but I do love Slovis. So not a whole lot of value there for me. No, um, anything else that you see that you like? No,
0: you know I love Coach O and LSU, but no. That's that's pretty much out the window. Eleven to one, especially with the expansion, they have to win out. Their schedule was crazy tough. Um, you know, UCLA on the road, all these road games, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Alabama. They host Florida and AM. That doesn't do them any favors. Now they do return Derek Stingle, uh, Stingley, also Eli Ricks in that defensive backfield. Um, but other than that, no, they went five and five last year. Of course, they just had to hit a full reset. They lost a defensive coordinator. I just like LSU and Coach O. But you know, eleven to one. Right, that is the reason why that's a thing. I, I think I really kind of I think I just talked myself into Texas A and M as my value pick. I don't hate that. In fact, my value pick I mean like six
1: dollars. Well, yeah, I mean, well, because that's, that's the thing, what Gambling man. is. Well, right. Well, you, when you look at <laughs> this, is the odds to make the college football playoff again? These are all available over at BetMGM. But Oklahoma, we're both high on Oklahoma. They're going to score a bunch of points and they could actually stop teams now. Minus two twenty five, though. No thanks. Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State lost a lot, but also you know, Harbaugh is never going to beat Ryan day. It's just, it's just, that's the thing. Like he got lucky last year that that game was canceled and this might be the year brother again, like, well, I'll find some value with Wisconsin in the big 10 and especially cause they wouldn't have to meet until the college, fo- um, sorry, until the big 10 title game. But still, I'm not betting against anybody to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten. No. But I'm also not going to back that minus 275. I'm I'm not going to say I'm down on Alabama this year, but I'm not playing their win total over 11.5. But I'm never betting against Nick Saban. That's like betting against Bill Belichick when he has a real squad. Minus 350, though. Are you trying to say the
0: squad he has now is not real with Cameron Newton? (laughs) No. No. In
1: his iconic Henry, who's already
0: out?
1: No. Okay. And then Clemson. Man, Clemson might be real good this year. But, again, what a tough schedule. You open up against Georgia, and that's a team that I'm high on. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's all about right over at BetMGM, uh, all those odds. Now, a couple more that are out there. I like Georgia plus 160 with you, though. Oregon pretty much brings everybody back. They're 6-1. You brought up AM five to 5-1. USC, 6-1. to one. But USC, the problem, you, you can never buy into USC because they're always no. going to drop one game that they shouldn't, and then they're never going to win a big game. Uh, Washington, 6-1. to one. Not making that mistake again this year. Florida eight to one. Kyle Trask is gone. By the way, did he look terrible? Uh, Wisconsin eight to one. I just again, if I'm getting eleven to one with with Wisconsin because Wisconsin last year was a tough team to break down because it was a disastrous season where they beat up on Illinois in that first game with Graham Mertz. Then he goes into the COVID protocol. They couldn't run the football for the first time in, like, 20 years. Their offensive line wasn't what it was. Their defense wasn't really what it was. But they bring everybody back, and I actually like what they've been doing as far as recruiting, and I love Paul Chris. But 8-1, to no thanks. Texas has an entire new coaching staff, and it's Texas. Every year we do that. we're back, Sam Ellinger. They're never back. Plus (laughs) 1,000, no thank you. Arizona State, no. North Carolina, I could see North Carolina winning – Nine games, 10 games maybe even. Maybe being a two-loss team, winning a bowl game. But I'm not backing them at just plus 1,000. LSU, you got Coach O, who's on the hot seat. I guess you could say a value pick, and I'm hearing a lot of love for this team, but they just continue to cost me money every year. It would be Miami 11-1. to Yeah. And I mm. love King.
0: That's a good call. Miami's just always so interesting. And by interesting, I mean trash when it matters. So, But these are value picks. Like, these... We pretty much feel like we know what's gonna happen. You know what teams are gonna make the playoffs. This is the reason why we play this game. I really love. I mean, I know we're going down the list. And but dude, I, Miami opens up with Alabama. Yeah, that's true. And it, yeah, but but if you're down on Alabama this year,
1: yeah, I if, don't know if I'm down on them enough like to, to lose of, to Miami. A though.
0: lot of people think this my this game with Miami is gonna be more interesting. Like, how many people we, have we talked to on the show that that have said to take Miami to cover? Like that that game is gonna be closer than people expect. Twenty
1: one points is way too many, and it's especially a lot. if you get a hook on that one. Yeah, I probably will play Miami. Um, But I still think Alabama goes on the road and beats them. And then the other thing where you can make the case, now Miami does have to go on the road and play Carolina on the 16th, but they do avoid Clemson.